We are back from Atlanta. What a fucking time. Let me tell you right now, there's nothing better than a cup race in Atlanta. Good God almighty. Okay. We're going to dive right in to all the shit that happened in Atlanta from I'm shaking the camera on YouTube. Oh my God. Uh, we're going to dive right in from everything regarding what happened, our travel plans to get down to Atlanta. Um, all of our stuff. God damn it. I'm tangled up in cords. Um, and then uh, what happened in the truck race, Xfinity, and then the crazy finish in the cup, um, our bets, and then what I'm going to be taking um, for Vegas and upcoming plans for Vegas. Okay. Um, we've also got some info that there's possibly a uh, Xfinity driver coming on the podcast. So first off, welcome to the Hot Pass podcast. If it's your first time, welcome. And if you're not, as I'll always say, welcome again. Okay, because it's only getting better. It's only getting greater and better to be a NASCAR fan, to get into the Hot Pass podcast, follow the bets. Yes, we got our ass raped last fucking week in Atlanta because of terrible racing and and all this stuff. But I gave it Daniel Suarez as a long shot outright pick, but we'll get into it in a sec. Okay, let's dive in to the trip in Atlanta. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend as well, watching the NASCAR races as well. And... Um, it was a crazy weekend. So we start off by uh, Friday. We end up driving down to Detroit to get our flight. Um, easy breezy. Uh, nothing too crazy getting across the border. And uh, it was easy. We get there super early around 530. And we're just hanging out in the airport. Get through TSA. Um, and then we get to the uh, Outback Steakhouse in the Detroit uh, airport. And we're just hanging out. Talking to our waitress for like three hours. Having some beer. Well, I'm having beers. My brother's sober. So. Um, we're just hanging out there having food and we get on the flight. Now I'm taking a cheap flight to get there, right? My cheeks were eh, sore. All right. There's nothing worse than, uh, you know, having lumbar issues or whatever. Like I'm only 27 and I already have lumbar issues. And that's mainly, I think from, uh, having to always, um, drive like for a while there, I was driving to work for like an hour and a half and my car, my Chevy cruise seats fucking suck. So now I have my personal item at this point on flights are going to have to be a lumbar pillow because and, and some butt cheeks because I have a bony ass, some fucking cushion under my cheeks. I'm fucking 82 years old. This is an 82 year old's body. I feel like at this point. Anywho, so we get on the flight, we get down there. Now we rented a fucking car. Okay. This is where the story goes awry. All right. So when I booked my flight and everything, I think it was Wednesday night and a rental car as well, separate than the flight. The rental car company, and the, the uh, it was, uh, I'm not going to say the fucking, um, you know what, fuck it, economy bookings. Do not book through there. Don't go to Kayak and look for uh, um, cheap car rentals because they're going to send you to a certain place and then they're going to fuck you. So economy bookings, I end up going through Kayak, economy bookings, booking it, um, my car rental uh, through Thrifty. So never use Thrifty. This is basically the gist of the story. Um, I give them the code of my flight so they could track that. If we are delayed, then we are, um, then they could track that. And then they know that I'm still showing up for my car. Right now we took a late night flight. I think uh, we ended up, uh, we were 20 minutes late on uh, or 20 minutes delayed. So I think we flew out about, I think it was 940 or something like that. So we fly out at 940 and then we land just around like, you know, 1130 ish or so. And then the Atlanta airport, if you've never been there, it's fucking huge, right? So you got to take the tram or like, like we flew in on the far side of the airport. So we take the underground tram all the way across. Then we get over to the rental area and then there's nobody there at the, at the thrifty desk. And I go, oh, perfect. Let's just walk right up. Let's go get our car. No, we get there and the lady's like, unfortunately, we have no cars. What? What? So then I'm like, how do you have no fucking cars? And other people off of our flight and other flights start walking up and they're telling them too. And we're like, some people, I had it booked for two days. Okay, I understand that. But you can't say, you can't let me book the car, okay? And not have any cars left, okay? Other people saying they had it booked a couple weeks out, you know, two months out, whatever. And then also you just don't have cars? So now we're freaking out. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? So I said to the lady, I want you to write this down to say that. So when I try to get my money back, 
Um, it's easy, be- it's easy peasy lemon squeeze. Okay. She doesn't want to do that. Or I say, can I put you on camera or whatever? So you're telling me this, if you don't, if you don't want to write your name down and what, what you're saying, because at this point it does, it, it's getting weird, right? She's not typing out any info saying, uh, okay, well you're here. Okay. Eric, uh, Eric Furlong. And da, da, da. Um, okay. So you're here, but we just don't have a car for you. So, um, we're just going to mark that you were here. It's not that you were a no show. Okay. And she never did that. She was just telling people like, yeah, you have to wait till four or five in the morning, or you can contact the place that you booked it through and uh, you can get your money back. And I went, well, that seems kind of fucking fishy. And so she had some crazy like Southern name or whatever. So like uh, I, I, when she told me her name, I'm like, mm, I don't know how to spell that. So fuck me. So anyways, we're bouncing around to other car places or whatever. And, and they've got none. They, they are all the other car companies, enterprise Hertz, sixth, um, whatever. Um, they're just like, yeah, we hold true to the reservation. So if you have a reservation, um, we don't, we're not going to accept walk-ups. So those reser- people that have reservations obviously can get their fucking car, not thrifty in dollar. They're the same fucking, uh, uh, station or whatever, uh, at the airport and they've fucked everybody. So anyways, my brother and I were like, fuck it. I guess we're Ubering. So we had to spend 40 Canadian to get out to our Uber are out to our Airbnb, Airbnb, the, the trailer was nice. Like we just had like a, a, like a trailer at the side of the guy's house and it was pretty nice and so far so good. So then, uh, anyways, we're like, okay, well we're just going to Uber to the track every day. It's like a, I think it was like a 10 minute ride or something. It's 10 minutes. Yeah. It was like 10, 15 minute ride or whatever to the track. So it was like 25 bucks every time we went down. Um, but then that's, since we're at the track on the Saturday morning, we watched qualifying. We had Joey Logano before I left Canada, because once I'm in the States, I can't bet. If you're from anywhere else in the world, I can't bet when I get down to the States. Um, it only lets me bet in Canada unless I go to a casino. Um, as far as I know, like sports gambling or whatever, uh, isn't even available in Georgia anyways. So anyways, I'm like, man, I should take Michael McDowell after last week. Right. Well, he goes and wins the fucking poll. Joey Logano just barely. And I'm sweating it out live and I'm fucking like, out of all the times, 466 starts or some shit in the cup series. And the man I witness when I bet on it, he gets the first ever poll. I go like, what the fuck? Also, dude, if, I don't know if you saw it on TV, but there was a delay by him, between him and Joey Logano and, uh, Michael McDowell was last and they had to drive out to get a plastic bag on the track. I went, yeah. Okay. The wind literally dies for Michael McDowell to do his full lap. And then after that, the rest of the afternoon was the windiest shit I've ever seen. And I was like, where was this? Michael McDowell has been praying to the Lord almighty himself. So congrats to Michael McDowell gets his first ever pull fucks me, but that's okay. Whatever it's betting. But then I didn't realize that the rest of the weekend we're going to get fucked. We're going to get back to the car rental thing in a second because it, um, uh, Sunday morning. No, never mind. It was Saturday morning, but we'll bounce back to that in a second. Um, when I contacted them. So anyways, truck race happens. Everybody's riding the choo-choo train. Boring as fuck. Our bets just die. Christian Eckes had probably the best truck out there. He doesn't have any brakes, so he's done for the day. Ben Rhodes keeps getting black flag, like the whole fucking race for damage. Our long shots were really never even there. And then, of course, uh, Kyle Busch wins on a super speedway because nobody wants to make a fucking pass on Kyle Busch. So it was one of the worst truck races I've ever seen. And, of course, when I go down to Atlanta for the first time, I'm witnessing it live. We're sitting there for like two hours going, this is really what we're watching. But then it doesn't get any better for the Xfinity race. We don't hit one fucking bet either because everybody's riding the fucking choo-choo train. And everybody around us in the, in the uh, stands are looking at each other like, this fucking sucks, man. Like, this is really, really bad. I can't believe we spent money on this. And my brother and I were starting to say to each other, tomorrow better not be like this shit. So anyways, Jesse Love leads the majority of the laps. Um, Before I left, I was going to take Riley Herbst, uh, top five, decided not to. I think he ended up getting a top five, um, which was like, I felt like almost guaranteed throughout the day. And then um, obviously if you didn't watch the race, but if you did, you saw 
they didn't stop for the whole last stage. And so it was becoming a fuel saving thing. And then somebody ran out of fuel on the, on, on the track. So then they ended up, uh, calling a caution. And I went like this, of course you did. Of course you fucking did because you knew it was one of the worst races, one of the worst decisions for the package they decided to do. Now, if you didn't know with the Xfinity package to go to Atlanta, uh, Michigan, and I think, well, obviously Atlanta in the, in the summer as well, or the fall, um, they're driving in the intermediate package. So Michigan, if they don't make the decision now, Michigan's going to be a choo-choo train. Nobody's going to be able to pass. Uh, so it's going to be boring. And if they don't change it going back to Atlanta in the fall, it's going to be once again a boring race. And whoever gets basically first uh, on qualifying, they're going to just lead the whole fucking race as long as they don't have pit issues. So uh, anyways, the race ends up being won by Austin Hill, who literally did nothing all day. And once again, fuck Austin Hill. Win on anything else other than a super speedway. Show me. You won at Pocono, and I think it was like Texas or some shit. Wow, cool. Show me that you can do anything else. You've done nothing. You did nothing all day. You were terrible. You were making bad moves in the middle or on the inside. You did nothing all day. And then you had to wait till everybody ran out of fucking fuel. Congratulations. You did nothing. Anyways, you can hear the the anger in my voice because my brother and I were talking shit, booing him. He was running Creed like a fucking asshole. Um, and uh, obviously nobody likes, nobody likes him. So anyways, those are those two races. Now, earlier on in the day, when I first woke up that day, I just wanted to get the truck races in Xfinity out of the way, mainly because it was so bad. I have really nothing else to say other than that was fucking trash. Um, Social media was blowing up about how bad it was, um, and we were worried about the next day, but we'll get into that. But first off, Saturday morning, I call that. We'll go back to the rental car stuff because this is more exciting than the fucking races that happened Saturday. So anyways, I called this economy booking since they said that I should contact, uh, the thrifty said I should contact where you booked your car rental. So I contact them and the lady's giving me the motherfucking runaround. Like I knew was going to fucking happen. Okay. So I call them and you have to go, you got to, you know, wiggle your way around to be able to get a hold of a fucking actual human being. So I get a hold of a lady She's in England. I went already freaking out. Oh, you're somewhere where I've literally never had to make a phone call to before. And now I'm talking to somebody in England. Seems fishy. Okay. She goes, if you want to make a complaint, here's the email. We're going to do a 20 day internal investigation on whether or not uh, you were there to pick up your car and all this stuff. Um, And it's going to take about 20 days. And there is a, a possibility you're not going to get your money back. I went, wait, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck did you just say to me? And I went, bitch. Didn't call her a bitch, but I went, in my head, I'm like, bitch. Stop right there. Thank you very much. Okay? Spice Girls. I said, stop right now. Thank you very much. Need no more. To say no more. I went, so you're saying I show up to get this car. Okay. Show up to get this car. They have no car. They will not go on camera, write anything down. And now you're saying that I might not even get my $237, whatever it was back. I did everything I had to do. It shouldn't even be a fucking investigation. What? So then I go, I will sue your fucking ass. I'm Canadian. Americans sue everybody for everything, it feels like, at this point, right? I'm like, I'll sue your ass. You're going to be fucking hearing from me. I'm heavily tattooed. If, I, if she saw me in person, I'd be doing fucking signs with my fingers because I have, like, crazy tattooed fingers. See it on YouTube. Shouts out uh, Hot Pass Podcast on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. I'd, be, I'd scare the shit out of her, right? I'd be like, I was, I was fucking furious. She goes, well, I'm telling her everything about what happened at the airport. She goes, well, you can just put it in the, um, in the email, please. And there's nothing I can do for you, sir. I went, worst company ever. Economy bookings, don't book through it. Don't even bother going to Kayak. Just in Canada, go to Enterprise uh, or um, um, what the fuck is it called? Yeah, just, just do Enterprise. Just do one of the big names 
and they're going to stick with you. So Enterprise, obviously, but I'm thinking of Expedia, where you book a lot of your trips and stuff in Canada. Expedia, just stick everything through there and stay away from Thrifty. They're always the cheapest, and there's a fucking reason why. So anyways, I said, fuck this bitch, and then I hung up, right? So anyways, we go about our day, and then we go to the races on Saturday. la di da da Well, then the races were shit, and I'm like, this is like the worst trip ever right now. This fucking sucks. Because now we're worried about Sunday. So let's get into Sunday. Oh, no. I cannot. Because I have news for you. Let's just break down what happened middle of the day Saturday. So we watched qualifying in the Cup Series. I'm hurt, right? We're kind of all over the place today, like we always are. ADHD through the max. But uh, I have some news. So qualifying, yes. We get our ass chewed out by Michael McDowell. God bless. Amen. Then we go out to the, we want to get some food. We're hungry. About already two beers. My brother goes, oh, I'm not really the biggest fan of junior motorsports, but you want to see if they're doing their signing right now or what, what time they're doing it at. I said, sure. Well, just so happens we walk into the junior motorsports uh, booth and uh, they're doing it right now. And it's coming closer to the end. So we hop in the back of the line. And now I'm thinking, do they remember me from Watkins Glen? Now, if you don't know, remember Watkins Glen, I think I've talked about it maybe before. Maybe I haven't. But when the girlfriend and I were in Watkins Glen last August, um, he uh, met Sam Mayer, dabbed him up, said, you're going to get more road course races. Well, doesn't he go and win that day? Amen. Right? So I'm like, maybe he remembers that we dabbed each other up. We took photos together. Right? But everybody does that. So maybe they don't remember. I see Brandon Jones. He go, uh, you know, Brandon Jones, we had a good time in, at Watkins Glen. But last year, Justin Algar was the first guy we saw, and he liked the vintage tees that we, my girlfriend and I had on. He took a photo of us, and he was, and he was like, jealous of the shirts, right? And we're all talking. I said, thank you, you know, for crashing, for, you know, getting Sam Mayer's first win and all this shit. Sam Mayer's laughing, giggling, having a good time. And I wondered if he remembered so now we're in line. I'm talking to Steven, right? We're Atlanta Saturday at around noon. So we get in line and I see Sam. And I go, you remember me? And he goes, oh yeah, dude. And I said, remember what I said. I walk into Glenn. I said, Sam, you're going to get more road course wins. Well, what do you do, dude? What do you do? You go get another one that day. So we dab each other up, right? We're all happy. We're having fun dabbing up Brandon Jones remembers me I go Brandon that win's coming baby he goes it better I go it's coming there's thunder outside I don't know if you heard that but it's thundering outside it's fucking holy mother of God that scared the shit out of me anyways so Brandon Jones and I are dabbing each other up God's mad at me right now I'm sorry bruh I'm just telling them a story about how great Judy Motorsports is. Show some respect, please. Anyway, Brandon Jones, we're dabbing each other up. He remembers me. Now, Sammy Smith, new addition to Junior Motorsports, he's not in on all this. Now we're trying to get Sammy Smith in. Hey, yo, what's good, dude? I said, you ran very well last week. There's good things coming to you. I expect to be putting money on you on short tracks. It's coming, right? Sammy's like kind of quiet, very timid, very young, right? And I'm like, don't worry. This chaos, you'll be in on this chaos. Don't worry. It's going to happen. And then we get to J.A. Justin Allgaier, the legend, the man, the myth. Okay. And I go, you remember me? And he goes, I remember you, dude. And then he like turns around to his like media dude. Uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, him and his girlfriend uh, at Watkins Glen have like the sickest shirts. He goes, I still have uh, the photos of you guys with your shirts on my phone. I'm like... Hell yeah, baby. He starts signing an autograph. And I go, I don't need an autograph, Justin. You know what I do need, though? And he goes, what's that? I said, my Black Knight Dale Jr. Or Dale Sr., sorry. T-shirt with the lightning bolts on the shoulders. I will get you one of those shirts. I will trade you one. If you come on my podcast um, for like five, ten minutes. And he goes, oh yeah, for sure. For sure, dude. That, that, we can make that work. And I went, 
dude. Wait a minute. I said, I didn't realize it was going to be that easy. I was like, you got to give me like more than fucking five, 10 minutes now. I was like, I didn't think it was going to be so easy to fucking do this thing. So needless to say, him and I were chatting it up, talking. He's still signing autographs for other people. I'm talking now to his media guy. I said that we flew from Canada and, uh, I guess his media guy or whatever, his booking agent, whoever it is. I can't, um, M Campbell, shout out to you. Um, he says that his roots are from Canada and all this stuff. So we're like talking and everything. And then, so I get, um, their info, right? So there's a possibility. This is what I'm saying. There is a high possibility that Justin Allgaier, okay, please God, stop thundering at me that there is a possibility that Justin Allgaier could come on the podcast. I told them that the main part of this podcast is, you know, there's comedy in it. We're just having fun. We're just, we'd be shooting the shit, just talking, having fun. It's not all statistics and logistics and everything. We just be hanging out, talking, showing them how fun you are. And we're looking to show that how to root. Like if you're new to NASCAR and you're having fun and you want to put some money on it, you get to know some of these drivers. And then we have fun on a weekly basis and just open up new ears to NASCAR and grow the sport. And they love that. And I said, Ryan, uh, Ryan Williams, their graphic designer is going to come on the podcast after Vegas. So I said, um, kind of name dropped that. I kind of felt a little awkward about that because I haven't had him on yet. Um, and But I said, you know, he's coming on and I wanted to show that there's more behind just the drivers. There's people that make the merch for the uh, for the NASCAR uh, community, for the haulers. You know, there's more behind this. The guys that design the wraps. There's, there's little bits and pieces that make it all together to make NASCAR the greatest motorsport on earth. So I wanted to show that. And, um, and then that's why I love also the vintage t-shirts. So there's a good possibility he's coming on. Please God. So at some point throughout the year, he can't get away. Okay, Justin, if you're listening to the podcast, probably not. He's a busy man. He's trying to win races. And we're going to talk about that coming up to my bets at the end of this podcast. He can't get away. I'm going to be at Vegas this weekend, so we're going to touch on it again. I'm going to send an email today recording the podcast on the Tuesday. I'm going to send an email to his guy today. Then they're going to see me Saturday again because they do um, autographs every week. So we're going to do that, right? Then he's going to see me in another month and a half at Talladega. You can't get away from me. I'm a crazy motherfucker. I'll be hiding in the bushes. I'm hiding in the bush. Hey. I see you. I see you, Jay. I'm right here. So, can't get away. Anyways, Justin Allgaier, possibly coming to the podcast. I'm very excited. He's such a nice guy. Sam Mayer, my brother was talking shit about Austin Hill. Um, said he was a fucking douchebag or whatever. And then Sam Mayer is like, just for saying that, fucking fist, fist bump. Brandon Jones is like, thank you for saying it or whatever my brother said. So nobody, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. So drive Austin Hill hard, Junior Motorsports. Fuck that guy. So anyways, we move on. What a great day. Um, we get back to the Airbnb. It's a good time. But now we're worried about Sunday, how the races are going to go. So Sunday morning, my my brother and I were, uh, we wake up in the morning um, and my buddy Clinton comes and picks us up. Now he's from the north end, uh, north uh, northwest end or whatever of uh, Atlanta, out in uh, one of the smaller counties. And uh, he picks us up and we met them at Talladega. I think I've mentioned that possibly before. We met him at Dega last year, just before the race, just briefly. And now best friends. Look at this. Best friends for life being Bubba Wallace fans. It's the greatest community on earth. NASCAR, also Bubba Wallace fans. Saw a lot of them there dabbing each other up, taking photos with them. Great time. We get there. It's time to pop the top on some drinks. Get a little fucked up. My buddy Clinton, he's wobbling. (laughs) He's tipsy. He turns into a white girl Karen, okay? Clinton. I don't know what's happening. He turned into, hey, take a pic. Hey, can you get a pic? Hey, can you get a pic? Hey, ma, take a pic. I, Mom, can, hey, guys, can I get a take, uh, take a pic with the fit? Hey, take a pic of the fam. He just wants to take a pic the whole time. He turned into my mother. Can we get a picture? Can we get a... I love Clint. It fucking made me die. 
Okay. So we're, we're fucking feeling nice. We're having burgers. We're, we met up with um, a couple people or whatever that I knew off social media from NASCAR. So we met up with them. We're hanging out, drinking, ta- telling stories. And then we go uh, get some merch, go into the track, and we're explaining to um, Clinton's mom. It's the first race about uh, um, work in the air and the style of racing you're going to see and a bit of the chaos. Well, I did not know that her first race was going to be so fucking insane, dude. Oh, my God. Congratulations, NASCAR. You've done it. Congratulations, Atlanta Motor Speedway. You've done it. Dude unbelievable if you didn't watch the race go watch the full fucking replay or the highlights on fox uh nascar on fox on youtube holy mother of jesus i'm gonna pop it up somewhere in the youtube video of how close that fucking finish was we didn't know we were on the exit of turn four and we just see daniel suarez up against the wall kyle bush squeezing into the middle and then ryan blaney on the inside And Bubba Wallace slips up right in front of us and we're like, oh my God, they're going to have a drag race to the finish. And we see it. And from our angle, it looked like Ryan Blaney by like half a car length or a car length, right? 99 goes immediately up on the scoreboard as number one. And I went, there's no fucking way that can't be right. Right now, if you listen to the hot pass betting show uh, last week, I kind of gave out Daniel Suarez is like, he he finishes in the top five. You you could take him as a long shot. I'm not going to take him, but he's like 35 to one crazy line for a guy that has just finished somehow well here all the time. And Daniel Suarez, the amigo goes and wins the race by three, one thousandths of a second, the third closest call or uh, race in NASCAR history. And by far bar none, the greatest race ever, the greatest finish ever and the fact that it was my first the sun's going down in the background okay beautiful georgia sky i'm sun-kissed looking very handsome and that just happened that just happened crazy crazy i can't even explain how fucking nuts that ending was we're all sweating obviously cheering for bubba wallace you know I didn't really have a dog in the fight. Brad Kozlowski crashed out, Chase Elliott. I took it very light of just like winners because I was going down, spending money down there. So I kind of took it light, right? So, but just unbelievable finish. Now we don't know how we didn't know how close it was. So we leave. I'm cheering. I'm the only one cheering for Daniel Suarez. Nobody's cheering for Daniel Suarez on our section. Everybody was Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott fans, and they evacuated after Kyle Larson was done. I even told him before the race he's probably going to crash out. What happens? Crashed out. Because of Brad Kozlowski. Anyways, we go out and we're walking back to the car. And my I finally get signal. And a buddy of ours or whatever, um, Rare Retro, on our group chat and on Instagram, he fucking sends a photo of how close the ending was on his TV. And I'm showing everybody around us. Look at how fucking close that was. And everybody's like, no fucking way. I was like, yeah, three one thousandths of a second. Insane. NASCAR. Now, we go talk. It's raining outside. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I hope not. Um, It's pouring where I'm at. Anyways, we're going to talk about that Vegas is way different. It's not going to be the same. And that's the, my favorite part about NASCAR. It's not always like F1 where it's the same fucking road course every week. You're getting different styles. More different people are going to be out front. More dominant cars are going to be out front. Um, but people come in and out of the top 10 all day. It's it's fun as fuck. But if you're new to NASCAR and you didn't watch it, and even if you even if you didn't, but if you did watch it, congrats to you because you guys saw one of the greatest races of all time. If you took my bets, yes, you lost your ass. It was not a good weekend for betting. It's super speedway style racing. And then I thought trucks and Xfinity, I was guaranteed to hit. And uh, it just was a choo-choo train. So it, it hurts that we lost our ass on qualifying and fucking Xfinity trucks and cup. Overall, great, great time. It is pissing outside. I really hope you guys can't hear that. Good Lord. Um, but anyways, we move on. What a great time. Um, we've, we got back uh, yesterday. I'm recording this on Tuesday, so Monday uh, around noon. And then uh, Wednesday night, the girlfriend and I fly to Las Vegas. Now, 
this racing is going to be way different. It's a mile and a half, just like Atlanta, but the bankings are lower and it's a traditional mile and a half. Um, you're going to see very good cars out front, such as, you know, uh, like the track house guys, such as Ross Chastain. You're going to see the Hendrick guys out front. Um, you know, the more dominant tracks, Penske, maybe, um, more probably Ryan Blaney's better on this track. We're going to talk about some bets I'm thinking about taking, um, but it's going to be different. Now, the girlfriend and I have plenty of plans. We're going to fly in Wednesday. We're going to pick up our car, play, pray to God they have the car that I wanted, the Camaro. Please, to the love of God, I'm going to call them today and make sure that they fucking are going to actually have my car and I'm going to explain what happened in Atlanta so they make sure they have my shit or it's going down, baby. Fisticuffs. Bam. And I'll never rent a car again. It's fucking lightning outside now. The whole house shook. The house is still shaking. What a great time to do the podcast. The whole house just shook. My butt's rumbling. It's not even because I'm fucking, I'm, I'm farting. So we're going to hurry up and just try and wrap up this podcast because this shit's nuts outside right now. Good God. If you didn't hear that, I don't know what you're doing. Back it up and turn up and then listen to what the hell just happened. Oh my God. You have a couple of nice days up here in Canada, I heard. And then all of a sudden now it's like, no, 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 no. Fuck you. That's basically what it's doing. So anyways, the girlfriend and I fly out Wednesday night. We're going to pick up our car. We're going to go. We stay in at the Trump hotel. You guys are going to be in Vegas uh, hit me up on Instagram or, or, uh, uh, X and, uh, we'll meet up, um, uh, Thursday, there's no race and there's nobody on track. So the girlfriend and I are going to, uh, um, do a bunch of hiking and stuff. It's supposed to be sunny and pretty warm all weekend, but it's supposed to be windy as fuck. As far as I know right now, Saturday is 50 kilometer hour winds, miles per hour, like 30, 35 miles an hour. I, I don't, I honestly have no idea but 50 kilometers an hour. And then Sunday, it's like 40 kilometers an hour, which is like 25 or 30 miles an hour, whatever it is. And I'm sitting there like, holy fuck, this is going to be nuts. It's just going to be a, a Saturday in Atlanta was windy as fuck. It was, it was insane. So <laughs> it's going to be even worse or just as bad. So it'll be very interesting. But Thursday, we're going to do a bunch of hiking on Red Rocks. Um, and go to the casinos, have a nice dinner and stuff. Um, and then maybe go see a show or something. And then Friday, it's pretty much after that. It's pretty much track time, baby. Thursday, I want to get there early. I might buy last second, the neon garage pass, which is to get in the infield there and get to the garages. Um, the truck boys, hopefully they've got those third party sellers of die cast. They didn't have any Atlanta. If you've never been to a race, usually off NASCAR property or the property of, um, you know, the, uh, whoever owns the track. Um, they'll have third-party sellers with a bunch of tents, and you end up, um, it's like carnies basically for NASCAR, and they'll just have a bunch of old vintage die casts and some new ones as well. And um, I'm hoping that uh, if they're, they are there, I'm going to uh, buy some truck die casts and uh, end up buying those. And then I think Friday... I think it's Friday. They have a truck signing. If you have the neon garage pass, um, they had one in Atlanta this past week, um, but I no guys with third party selling uh, die cast. So didn't have anything to get signed. So hopefully they have some third party sellers and then I'll buy those, get them signed. Um, and then Saturday um, practice and qualifying for both or no Friday. There's practice and qualifying, I think for Xfinity and trucks. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Saturday is obviously uh, Friday night at 6 p.m. on the West Coast. 9 p.m. East Coast is a truck race. And then Xfinity around noon, West Coast, 3 o'clock East Coast. And then um, Cup Race, obviously, on Sunday at noon, West, 3 um, three East Coast. So, got plenty of stuff. There's going to be no Friday morning betting show. I'm, if you follow me on my Instagram, at FurlongEric underscore underscore, um, or X, I will post if I get good signal, um, my bets throughout the week. Um, a lot of these now super speed is you can, you can kind of just take everybody super early on in the week. You want to take the guys now that are value and then wait for practice and qualifying and then see who's got the best long run speed, short run speed, 
a mainly long run. Okay. If there's a long green flag, which usually happens at Vegas. So we're going to take guys that have value. Now, let me talk about real quick, a couple of guys for the cup series that I think are going to do well, um, that have good val- great value right now. And that finish well, um, at Las, at Las Vegas, but mainly mile and a half. Right. So we have outright market right now. We have a bit of top three. We have min- winning manufacturers. Um, so since there's no Friday morning betting show, I'm just going to give you what I got right now. Um, so Kyle Bush finished, he finishes so well here, whether it was in a Toyota, uh, RCR and then number eight, even with Tyler Reddick, Tyler Reddick isn't the best at Las Vegas, but in the number eight car was very good. And then, uh, Kyle Bush was great there last year as well. Other than I think the, uh, the fall race, I can't remember out the top of my head, but Kyle Bush is great at this track, whether he's in a Toyota or a Chevrolet. He's plus 1,200, a lot of books. Caesars has him at 9.5 to 1, 9 to 1, um, 10 to 1 on other books, and uh, 12 to 1 on, I think it was Bet Rivers. Take that. I put a whole unit on it. I really think that he's going to do well. He's going to be up front, um, and then that's just value because if he does qualify well, I don't think it's going to move too much, but because, those other books, I think it's going to drop down to 10 to one. Um, unless he's like insanely fucking fast on long run speed. The best part is about Kyle Bush is he knows what he's got to do with his car. He's going to be in the top 10 probably all day. Um, so he's, if there's a late race restart, he's going to be there. He knows how to work. If he doesn't have the right car, as long as he doesn't crash the shit, because on mile and a half last year, he was hitting the wall and spinning around on every fucking track pretty much. But if he doesn't have damage, he's going to be able to work on the car, get it better. If he doesn't hit the wall and he's just riding around in top 10, he's going to be able to make the adjustments, diagnose it to the crew chief, tell him what he needs, and he's going to be able to make the adjustments to be out front. So Kyle Busch, 12-1 to 1 to win the race. Ross Chastain, these numbers are kind of all over the place. He's 15-1 to 1 on Caesars. He was 16-1, to 1, dropped down to 15-1 to 1 on Bet Rivers, and I hit that. Um I'll give you his stats. I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to keep keep talking here. Ross Chastain is great at mile and a half recently. Um, and one second here. And he he's, he finished. He's been running well at all these tracks. Went through a lot of diversity. Almost won the day 2500. Uh, was down a lap last week or whatever. Here comes a big thunder. I'm waiting for it. The lightning just went crazy. He ended up... Uh, down a lap at Atlanta, caught speeding. Now he has a history of having issues down pit road of speeding, um, but he ends up finishing in the top 10 last week at Atlanta. Unbelievable. He's got fast cars. Um, he won in Nashville last year, which is a mile and a half-ish car uh, track. He's going to be well, He's going to do very, very well here. Okay, Those books, as I was saying, Betway in Canada has 18 to 1. You let me tell you right now, there's no way that this is going to hold up. He's going to be probably top 10. It's going to be crazy wins on Saturday. So do not bet on qualifying. Don't do it. Don't do it because those wins are going to be blowing like crazy. I, I would not trust it. I would not try. If I would have known that it was going to be so windy on Saturday or uh, in, in Atlanta, I wouldn't have bet on it. Um, so don't, don't, don't touch qualifying whatsoever. I'm not fucking touching shit. Less. Christopher Bell does, uh, unless I take Christopher Bell. But Ross Chastain is going to be in the top 10 all day. Let me tell you his stats at Las Vegas alone recently, okay? In the next-gen car, in this Gen 7 car, first race there, third. The 2022 fall race, second. Um, The Las Vegas spring race, 12th. Had some issues. Um... And then in the fall race of last year, fifth, he's going to, he qualifies okay. Okay. He's, he's qualified eight in the gen seven car, 18th, 11th, eighth, and 10th. Here comes another thunder. Oh my God. So he's going to qualify. I would think he's, they've got the raw speed. I think in these Chevys at track house racing, uh, I think they can carry the momentum from Daniel Suarez winning last week. Um, basically almost winning all uh, the last two races. Okay. And they're going to come here and Ross Chastain is going to do a hell of a job. He's going to, he's a wheel man. 
and I think he's going to do very well. Um, 18 to one on Betway. 18 to one. That's not holding. That's going to be the best line you're going to find all fucking week. I'm going to take away my bet rivers. Going to take the hit off of $5 or $4 off bet rivers that I have to do to cash out. And I'm going to put the exact same bet on, that I did on bet rivers and put it on Betway for 18 to one rather than 15 to one. That's insane, dude. Yes. I should be lowering my unit alloc- uh, allocations or whatever. Um, because it's a it's a it's a lower number or whatever for um, Ross Chastain, but no, I want a bigger payout when he goes and wins and Trackhouse continues the domination at the beginning of the year. He was doing so well at Daytona. Yes, he didn't win, but he's gonna <laughs> gonna tell you he's gonna upset William Byron and Kyle Larson because they're very good here. William Byron won last year. Um, yeah, will he be one last year? Yeah, one of them. Willie B or Kyle Larson off the top of my head. I can't remember, but he's going to upset him and everybody's gonna be like, Oh, it's the track house fucking start of the year. Okay. So 18 to one on Betway, go check that shit out. And then Alex Bowman, um, he opened up a 25 to one on Caesars. He's now 22 to one on a lot of books. Um, so bet rivers. And I think, uh, or no DraftKings still has him 25 to one. When I get off of here, I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle on that. He ran up front in the top five all day last spring. Don't even, he's won here in 2022. Don't even look at that fall race ever. Once he hurt himself, it is pouring in here or outside. Um, Once he hurt himself partway through the year, halfway through the year last year, um, he was pretty irrelevant. You know, it was just like Chase Elliott, very irrelevant. But if you think about it, the beginning of last year until he hurt himself, Alex Bowman, without a win, was leading in points. He's going to do so well here, okay? On, he's he's a great driver here. He's won, and he was in the top five uh, last year in the fall race, or in the spring race. So 25 to 1, tiny sprinkle. We're also going to take him, if I can get a crazy line so far I've seen for top three, 7 to 1. I'm going to take a top three. Um, and then if they give us plus money on a top 10, I'm smoking the shit out of that thing. He's going to be in the top 10 all fucking day. Guaranteed, we're winning all our money back from last week and more. Because if he wins and he gets a top 10 and he hits the top three, unbelievable, okay? So those are the outright picks I have right now. I'm going to save one more to when it comes to, I want to see whether Kyle Larson, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin, or Martin Truex are going to do well. There's Martin Truex lines out there that are 12 to 1. I have to see it to believe it to see if they can bounce back from last year or whatever at the end of the year. Um, so for, for Martin Truex. Um, so I'm going to wait. Those lines aren't going to move a lot. Kyle Larson's already opened up um, at like four to one favorite, roughly around there, which is fucking insane. So um, do not bet on those guys. Wait till practice and qualifying. Wait to see those favorites, how well their speed does. Um, a lot of the guys I follow on Instagram, um, or sorry, X, uh, win the race, Greg Mathern, they put out all the stats or whatever of like uh, the long run speed and everything like that and short run speeds um, and like label them 1 to 21 to 30 or whatever, right? Um, so wait to see how those guys do. Um, and if Denny doesn't qualify well, I would probably take Denny. He's going to be there up in the top 10 all day, but it's not one of his best tracks. Um, also, I forgot to mention Bubba Wallace. He was on door bumper clear last week talking about how this thunder's getting wild, dude. He was on door bumper clear last week talking about the first race he truly has circled is Las Vegas. Okay. So we're going to take Bubba Wallace top five. We're going to take Bubba Wallace to win. Okay. So I already have four winners. Truly. That's why I'm like, I think Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, Alex Bowman and Bubba Wallace are going to be up in the top 10 battling. Um, and I, I'm just, they're, they're great value. And then it's just tough that I do want to take a fifth guy. I just feel like that's too much. So we'll see. Maybe I'm at the casino um, after Saturday um, for after qualifying and practice to see how everybody's doing. Um, but I'll probably just stick with Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, and Alex Bowman. So Bubba Wallace, 22 to 1. Bubba Wallace, top five. Also, um, Brad Kozlowski is very good here as well. 
Um, he's a bit of a longer shot. If we can get him at a half decent line, I'm going to take him top five. If not, Ryan Blaney's very good here as well. Do I think he's going to have the speed to win? No, but take him top five. If we get an okay number now, these top fives, top tens, we don't have these numbers yet. So these are just my ideas running when I'm down in Las Vegas. I'll post what I think I'm good. Like if I can get really good lines, bounce to other sports books, see what they have good lines and then I'll take whatever I can get. Um, but Blaney and Brad K and Bubba are the guys I'm thinking for a top five. We're going to see how Brad K does. He's very good here. Um, but if I can get more, what I'm thinking of is Ty Gibbs top 10. I think he's going to do well here. I can't wait to see the Toyotas. So Ty Gibbs top 10 is definitely going to be plus money. Bubba Wallace top 10. I'm hoping we get a decent plus money on there. And Alex Bowman, top 10, is probably my biggest play of the weekend. He's going to be top 10. He's going to be running up there. I think he's going to do very well. And then Bubba Wallace, I just I can't say anything more other than I'm a fan of him. And I think he's going to run well here. I think he's going to be in the top 10. So we're going to take those as well. Um, and then I have Bowman over Reddick on DraftKings at plus 105. That was early. Reddick's not the best here. He was good in that Chevy in that number eight car. That's why we're taking Kyle Busch because Kyle Busch has been good in this in either Toyota or Chevy at Las Vegas. It Also, it's Kyle Busch's home city. Um, and also, Redick is just, he's good at certain tracks and he's really good at those. Do I think he's going to win this race? No. He's had a bit of a rough start to the year other than winning that duel. Um, I just don't think he's going to have the raw speed. I'll take him at other mile and a halfs that we'll talk about later on in the year. But I'm so high on Alex Bowman this week. Nobody's talking about Alex Bowman. I think he's going to be up there. I think he's going to lead laps, or he's just going to be putting himself in the right position, save his tires. So Alex Bowman over Reddick at plus 105. I'll put a full unit on it. Let's have some fun. So truck uh, truck races, we'll just quickly go into that. Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell are both going to be in the race. I'm going to hammer Kyle Busch. Um, just because he's so good at these mile and a half. He had one last week in the super speedway racing. We're all wondering why he wasn't there. He, he ends up winning. He's going to be here in Las Vegas, in his home city, in the truck series, where he's the most winningest truck racer in truck series history. So you got to take Kyle Busch. He's probably going to be a crazy, stupid, ugly number, but you got to take Kyle Busch. We're going to take Christian Eckes. He's had fast trucks, just caught, caught up in shit. Can't wait to see it. Um, Maybe Grand Enfinger. I just want to see these long run speeds, right? I'm going to see in practice. So Friday, I'm going to get over to the casino before the race and bet on some stuff. We don't have these odds yet. Kyle Busch, Christian Eckers are the main two. I'm going to take, um, and then maybe a little bit of a longer plays or whatever, depending on what we get. I'll definitely be taking, um, if we get an okay number on a Christian Eckes top five, I also think a Ben Rhodes top five is a, is a good choice as well. Um, so those are mainly my picks that I have right now. Just, sitting in my head maybe like a Tyler Ankrum um he's been having a lot of speed it's just those those that 19 and what is it the 18 of Tyler Ankrum they're just they've been so fast man they've been out front so Christian Eckes Tyler Ankrum if you can get a top three for Christian Eckes I'd probably take that he's gonna be up there he's gonna lead laps he's gonna be battling with Kyle Busch it's gonna be a great fucking race it's gonna be a lot better than we had last week um now I haven't done too much research on those. I'll do research on um, who's good where in the truck race, but those are just the top uh, guys in my eye and in my head right now um, that I think are going to win. Xfinity, as far as I know, no Cup Series guys are coming down and driving it. Um, one guy that I'm high on, obviously Justin Allgaier. He's never won at Las Vegas, but he's consistently finished in the top ten to top five um, over the years. And I'm going to have a talk with him. What's with all, I'm going to show them the stats. What's with, you see these numbers? You know whose numbers these are? Emily, these are yours, but I don't see a win on there. Today's the day. And we're going to dab up each other, and he's going to go win the race. I'm also thinking Sam Mayer. I think Junior Motorsports is going to turn it around here. Um, we'll take a look at Brandon Jones' lines. He's probably going to be a long shot. I'm going to see how well he does here. I'm avoiding Sammy Smith and Junior Motorsports. Riley Herbst dominated in Las Vegas last year, so he's probably going to be a bit of a lower number, but we've got to take him. His home city, Las Vegas, Riley Herbst won by like 13 seconds in the fall race at Vegas last year, winning his first Xfinity race. So 
We've got to take him. I'm going to be taking him top five. He's been fast the last two weeks. Yes, super speedways. But uh, obviously that speed is shown. Can I, Again, at Milan Haas, we're going to avoid Sheldon Creed um, just because those Toyotas got to start showing some speed. John Hernemacek, Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed's really not the best here either, um, whether he's in a Chevy or not. Um, and in the truck series, he wasn't the best at Vegas either. So we're going to avoid Sheldon Creed. Uh, Chandler Smith, I'm going to, I got to wait for those two guys on practice um, to see how their speeds are. And then um, I got to wait to see anybody else. It's mainly I'm going with Justin Algar, Sam Mayer, and Riley Herbst. Maybe take a top five for like a, like a Sheldon Creed or um, Jesse Love and Austin Hill are probably going to be up there as favorites. So maybe like a Brandon Jones for a top five if we get a decent number. Um, but I think a, a Sam Mayer top five is going to be a good bet. If we can get an okay number, Riley Herbst top five, Sam Mayer. So let me run it by again. Justin Algar to win, Sam Mayer to win, Riley Herbst to win. Top fives, Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst. I think they're going to be up front. They've got a lot of work to do to get out front and battle with some of these guys. But I think they're going to be out there. I think they're going to be out there. There's plenty of opportunity to go and win these fucking races. And uh, Cole Custer, possibly a top three, but we'll see. Okay? That's been the Hot Pass Podcast. Like, rate, share, subscribe to the pod. Um, no but Friday morning betting show. Follow my social media, at FurlongEric underscore, wherever you get uh, your Instagram and X and TikTok, everything like that. Um, go to the YouTube Hot Pass Podcast on there. Um, we got guests coming after Las Vegas, Ryan Williams, Kyle Stackley, and then in the future, Justin Allgaier, maybe even Sam Mayer. I'm going to try and talk to him this weekend, see what we can do. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Hopefully we cash bags. I have a feeling we're going to do very well this weekend. Um, down in Vegas, sweating the bets live. Follow me on all my social media to see my reactions and uh, play along with, follow along with um, my adventures with my girlfriend in my first time in Vegas. So we'll talk to you guys next week, um, probably, I would say, Tuesday, maybe late Monday. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you.